So I was going to put a really witty pun here about twitches getting stitches, but I, I couldn't really make it work. Uh, do you know sometimes that how when you're trying to write a joke, but you just can't get it to land like 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 at all, period. It's really weird. Uh, sometimes jokes just come like manna from heaven and other times it's like pulling teeth. Now, normally at this point in the bit, I would introduce the show as the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe and I'd throw in some dumb subtitle like movie show for your ears. Um, but and then I'd tell you that my name is Gav and that these are my lovely co-hosts, Neth. Hey. And Kevin. Yo. And Chris. Hola. But honestly, just with how meta this bit has gotten at this point, does it even really matter? How are y'all? Hey. Hello. Hi. We're good. Yeah. I felt like a good meta. I felt like a good meta intro today would be fun. That was very meta. I appreciated it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, we went live a little early today, so, you meta. know, we got to, we got <laughs> meta. People uh, got, got to see us fucking around. <laughs> they got to see the, the whole, the whole clusterfuck of how our know. show prep goes. And... I don't know what y'all's talking about. We're super professional. Mm -hmm. notes so i figured you know i'd give us a nice little meta introduction to start the day off how is everybody doing how has the last two weeks been for the coast to coast expanded universe family great stressful good 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 stressful's good because work exists and work exists yeah fuck work (laughs) um so chris we're just gonna go ahead and knock down the list today chris what have you been up to my dude my dude um, so most of my playtime has been uh, involved in me leveling uh, characters in Final Fantasy, well, leveling jobs in Final Fantasy. I got my warrior to 80, so I only have one more tank to go, and my white mage is sitting around uh, 72, I want to say, 72. Um, mm-hmm. And I also have been doing blue mage stuff two days a week, which has been really fun. So, uh, for people who are unaware of what that is, you essentially uh, go Blue Mage, you get spells, you run old content unsynced uh, without the echo, uh, sorry, synced without the echo buff to make it easier to just barrel through, and you kill the bosses, and you get titles and mounts and more titles, and we're sitting at... uh, five out of nine so almost there to get an all completed uh if you when you get when i get six out of nine i get a mount when i get nine out of nine i get a i get a new title so i'm quite excited what's the title that you get i am not sure because i didn't know that there was a title involved i thought it was nine out of nine for the mount i only just discovered that two days ago (laughs) oh what's the mount that you get um, let me. I will bring up a picture because it it looks absolutely okay. amazing. Let's let's let's, yeah. let's 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 go through the rest of the intro. What else you been up to? What else what you else been up to the last two weeks? I've been playing. Um, I've been playing Pulsar with you guys. Sometimes it's been fun. We are oh, Wednesday night Pulsar. I am the captain of the ship. 
You keep trying to vent the warp core. It's not helpful. Keep trying to burn, trying to dump it. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the only logical conclusion is dump the warp core. It's Constantly. not a logical conclusion at yeah. all. Constantly, it's a, log- it's a logical conclusion. I mean, that's better than you know that time that Elvie and I kept trying to kill both of you, all three of you actually, by you know turning off all power to the ship and letting the oxygen vent. It's not quite as customizable as Space Station 13, but it's just as dumb sometimes. He literally just constantly tries to dump the warp core. Yep, if I can help it. And if he's not trying to dump the warp core, he's turning off the oxygen. It's just, just, mm. Everything! He just, turns, he just turns the ship off. Yep, for fun. Uh, Kevin, what have you been up oh, to, buddy? And don't forget the huh? fact that LB just drive, flies into everything. <laughs> Oh, look, wow. an asteroid! <laughs> wow. Aggressive against, wow. Both, uh, aggressive against both LB and I. We'll, now, we'll, now, we'll now see ta- what the pilot and the engineer do next time. Now, my tactical officer, he works his butt off, and so does my science chief. They work their butts off. These two, fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Gavril is just staring at the screen right now for those listening. I'm scared. I think I'm going to be busy on Wednesday. I'm fucking terrified. Kevin, what have you been up to the last few weeks, buddy? Um, let's see. Well, played Pulsar with you guys. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, played New World. Lots of New World. Have been so really enjoying that. World. It's really fun. Um, it's it's difficult to go into all of the different <laughs> right. reasons why I like it, but I'm into gathering and crafting big time. That's like a fun thing for me. I'm like selling stuff on the marketplace. I bought a house. LB has been making furniture for my house. Haley has also yep. been making furniture. For I heard my you house. bought the crappiest house you could buy. I bought the cheapest house I can buy. And I, was, house you can buy. I was the first one to buy a house. Between LB's you like, and LB. I need to like wait until I get a million dollars to buy a mansion. I'm like, oh yeah, Elby bought the mansion. He bought the nicest house he could. Yeah, that's of course, cool. That's but that's um, how Elby works. The thing that I've been enjoying about it is the fact that there's like flip on, flip off PvP, so you can just like turn it on, participate in some PvP stuff. There's like consequences to PvP too, which makes it interesting. Like a faction will attack another faction and then there's a war and you have to participate in the war to help keep control of your city or lose control of your city. It's uh it's been interesting. There's um a few different like big guilds on our faction and like they're streaming on Twitch when they do a war and the one war they tried to attack and lost and another war they defended in one and LB participated in that one. Yeah. Um, although his streaming didn't, he forgot to turn streaming back on. The uh, Euro- European group of, uh, we've got, they've got, well, my, my wow guild has got a Euro- a new world guild in Europe. Apparently they're the biggest on the server for the green faction. Nice. Yeah. Which, we're on the, green the first, faction too. For the first time ever, my group is the biggest at something. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a change, but they yes, had a war. The they had a war last night. Apparently, they lost it. I know nothing about it. No, I've that sucks. because it's because I'm a, I'm administrator on the Discord. I'm I'm looking at all their channels. 
And honestly, looking through their tactical stuff, it's like generals setting up for an actual fucking war. It's insane. Well, there's like 50 people, so like you've got to do that shit or you lose. Like... The... No, I know it's 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 incredible, but it's like lo- looking at it from someone who knows nothing about it. It's like they're actually trying to set up for an actual fucking war. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really fun. It's it's hard to ex. It's hard to explain without doing it. But I mean, for forty bucks without a monthly fee, if you're interested, just buy it. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I also. Went to Disneyland yesterday. We went specifically to Adventure. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with either Disney World or Disneyland, but Adventure is basically like if MGM and Epcot had a baby. So like there's some rides from Epcot and some rides from Hollywood Studios that are kind of the other other park in Disneyland. So there's like Disneyland proper, which is the Magic Kingdom, and then adventure so we went specifically to adventure man or yeah mandy's friend works there and was able to get us in um cool. yeah so that was even better because those tickets are fucking pricey they're not cheap they're <laughs> not cheap um so they have a virtual queue system for the new spider-man ride and i we waited i swear to god we waited nine and a half hours to get on this ride we put Is our name in it? at noon <laughs> I'll tell you about it. Okay. Uh, we put our name in at noon. We got on the ride around 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> wow. But like the virtual queue system is like they tell you when to come back so you can like go off and do other things. So yeah, they told us oh, to come cool. back at like, yeah, they told us to come back at eight o'clock at night and we still had to wait in line an hour to get onto the ride. That's it. But this ride like just came out in. The springtime and it's been less than six months that it's been out but basically when you're on the ride it so you're in like a little car with other people and the ride can sense where you are like it has like a little camera set up so mm-hmm. it knows like where your hands are and where your body is and you can if you do this i'm like i'm like pretending like i'm flicking like you know uh web web juice from my yeah. hand right it shoots web, web juice, juice into ew. the webbing. What is it called? Chris, what the, the fuck is it called? The webbing. The webbing. webbing. Please don't call it web so, juice. Call it web juice. Call it web juice. Continue to call it web juice. I'm shooting web juice all over Nath right now. <laughs> right on your face. Okay. Right. So do you know how male spiders procreate? Because it's through doing that. Oh, really? Yes. Chris, you're muted. So, as a, as a point, if Spider-Man was anatomically correct, he would shoot his webbing from his asshole. Just making that point. Okay. Yeah, and, um, and, and if he was doing this, he would actually be doing what... Yeah. He would essentially okay. be jerking off onto people, essentially. Got it. Alright, yep. thanks for the translation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyway, basically, the ride puts you in front of, in front of giant screens. Okay. There is a camera looking at you. It tells where you're shooting your webbing. And you see the webbing shoot into the screens. And basically, there's a bunch of little robotic spiders that have, like, the story is is that the robotic spiders have replicated uncontrollably, and you have to kill them. Okay. So you're shooting your webbing, and you're killing these little spiders in in the screen, like, on the screen. 
and there's four people doing this at the same time. It's keeping score of how many little spiders you've killed, and then it's like ranking you against each other to see like who scored the most points. Gamification the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. it's fucking awesome. And no. the other thing that you can do is you can shoot your webbing at stuff and you can like interact with it. So I was there was like a you know how in video games they've got like the the tube of explosive fluid or whatever. I was able to like hook onto like a barrel of explosives and like with your hand you like pull it back and I pulled it into like a whole group of spiders and destroyed them all at the same time and got like a huge score for it. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It was it was the best ride I've ever been on, hands down. Um, definitely worth the wait. And I think it was, uh, yeah, it's like you at the end of like each of the screens, they give you a score. And then like the one score, like you have to like save Spider-Man and we got like bronze. So like you have to play again to try to like get a better score next time. I was like the second best in the car. The guy next to me was he destroyed my score. I don't know how he did something. Axe. But um, yeah, IRL definitely hacks. hacks. But it was the coolest thing I've ever done. And it was like amazing because like you put on 3D glasses, too. So it's all like three dimensional. It's, it was really, really fun. Um, cool. But um, that's fun. Yeah. They, if, if you're familiar with. Um, uh, oh man, Tower of Terror, that was like one ride where it like drops you down. They switched that to be Gardens of Guardians of the Galaxy themed. Mm-hmm. And um Basically, they put on heavy metal music and like drop you and then shoot you up in the air and drop you like basically for like five minutes in a row. No, thank you. <laughs> it was it was awesome. And there's like Rocket Raccoon gets on the screen. He says some funny stuff. And then they just basically put on rock and roll music and shoot you. around. <laughs> it was great. But uh, yeah, the Incredibles coaster was fun. Um, that. There, the whole the whole thing was really cool. Um, I just enjoyed the day, and there's a lot of fun rides. But yeah, good times were had. If you get a chance to make it out, it's worth the trip. I think maybe three days total to get through both parks. That would probably be enough time. See, what I just yeah. heard was standing invitation to Kevin's house. Anybody else hear that? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I don't like people I mean, anyways. So The problem was is that... Even at a light day at Disney, you're still waiting in line like a half an oh, hour. Oh yeah, hour I mean it's Disney. <laughs> let, let, yeah. let, me put, let me put it to you in this reference, Kevin. How long were you in Austin? Three years. Oh. Kevin was yeah. in Austin for three years. I have a three-hour car ride to Austin. I never saw Kevin at all. Now, mind <laughs> you, that's also because three-hour car drive one direction. It's a three-hour drive one direction. It's six hours round trip. I used to drive that for groceries. Mm. Yeah. Three hours one way was groceries. And then the other fun part was the other fun part was that Kevin was actually in Houston a couple of times during that whole course. But he was always across the city from me. We yeah, well, at the airport, yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm like 18 minutes from Disneyland. So that's oh uh, cool. Yeah, it's nice. But her her friend, like working at Disney, you can go to Disney for free, but there's like tons of blackout dates like they barely yeah. let you go. I mean, and it like sells out immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was it was super fun. Anywho. Oh, we have to. Yeah, we have to go to Disneyland proper now because they opened up the Star Wars area. 
and Ooh, oh, you I have really want to go to Galaxy's Edge or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that looks really fun too. You gonna go spend two hundred dollars on a goddamn lightsaber that you build yourself, Kevin? <laughs> that stuff, though, from what I understand, you have to sign up for that months in advance to yeah. even have a chance at getting a slot to do the like the really cool stuff at Star Wars, like the build lightsaber and stuff. Yeah, like it's build not a lightsaber, like, build a droid. Yeah, it's like you literally have to plan, like you have to look and see when they have availability mm-hmm. months in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, fam. You, you good there, Kevin? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Re- re- recounting your tale, your your journey to Disney. You good? You, mm-hmm. you, you all good? You okay? Thumbs thumbs up. Can I get yeah. a thumbs up? Oh, did you buy any stuff? Uh, no. We were gonna go after we were done, but it was too late. Dude, so really don't they much. have licensed Squishmallows? I am so disappointed in you. No, I didn't see those. Um. I mean, they have a big store outside of Disney, so you can do that. Oh, in the like downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah, I I couldn't think of the name of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cool, cool. I was yawning. Yeah. (laughs) I started it. It's my fault. Um, So my last two weeks has basically just been finishing up the Final Fantasy 14 MSQ. I'm 100% 100% all caught up with that. Mm. I did in two days, one day each, I did all of the Aether Currents for Heaven's Word and Stormblood. Cool. So I still have the Aether Currents. It'll probably take me another six hours to a day to do the Shadowbringers ones. And then I'm starting to work on the gathering classes. I'm a botanist right now, and I'm close to 30 on botanist. Um, what uh, I would suggest, because it's a really field, good way... Field, fieldcraft levs. No, no. Um, while you're level, level botany and level mining, however you want to do, what I would say is every two hours... Ocean fishing. Go to ocean fishing in between your mm-hmm. botany and mining, because then you'll yep. level fishing quite quickly as you go. Yep, that's, that's, that um, was the suggestion I received, too. So I want to talk to you about how to do that now that I'm playing again. So we'll have a chat offline about the ocean fishing. Then I played Pulsar with you all and. Tried to kill us? Really about it. Um, I got to get on Destiny. Festival of the Lost is coming up, I think, next week. And I liked Festival of the Lost. It just depends on what they're going to end up doing this year since they sunset uh, Mercury. Mercury Sunset. I don't know what they're going to do with Festival of Lost, so yeah. We'll see. Uh, Besides that, not a whole lot. I played uh, PC Builder Simulator is free on the Epic Game Store currently, and so I played a little bit of that last night because I got bored. PC Builder Simulator? Yeah. Okay. I'll stream it for you later, Christopher. Sounds weird, but okay. I bought well, my birthday gift for one of my best friends. It was a copy of a car mechanic simulator. My sister plays that on Xbox. She really likes it. Yep. He's he's a big car person. So he's just like, do they have this car? No. Do they have this car? No. But you get to fuck around and tinker with all the parts. And he's like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Now he's just playing it nonstop. So <laughs> like all he plays is wow. That's all he is. All he plays. I will tell you, he has an old 
9070 Ti that used to be mine years and years ago in his computer and refuses to upgrade because it runs wow. <laughs> I mean, fair. If it, runs, if it runs the only game you play, fair. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, crash in the chat holding out for simulator game simulator where you can play someone playing a simulator game <laughs> <laughs> there's a gas station simulator game now which is taking there, steam by storm there's um i swear i saw a power washing simulator there is there is hmm that one's actually pretty satisfying. I've watched people play it. It's really satisfying to watch. It's not as fun as Viscera Cleanup Simulator. Viscera Cleanup. Um, that's, that's an older one. Yes. No, that's a game. Viscera Cleanup. Maybe instead of playing some of these simulator games, people can actually like go outside and donate their time to clean something. <laughs> like I've done power that wash. I, I, I actually treats. own a power washer, and I've gone and done that before for some of my neighbors. So you fuck go. you, Kevin. Fuck there you, you asshole. See? Power wash simulator in IRL. <laughs> yeah, I need a bigger power washer, though, if I'm going to do that. I need a bigger one that's gas-powered, because mine's just a little, like, 1,200 PSI electrical, uh, electric. Uh, I would need, like, a 2,000 PSI gas to really do that efficiently. But I hate dealing with small engines in two cycles, so... What has Neth been up to, I wonder? Yeah, that's a good question. What have you been up to, Neth? Um, well, obviously, Pulsar fit with the family, since we've all talked about it. Um, Warzone and Black Ops multiplayer. I resubbed to Final Fantasy last weekend, so I did some of that this week. I'm working on leveling Machinist. Forgot for Machinist, a second yep. what I was leveling. <laughs> Um, it's funny, the rest of us remember. <laughs> I'm at 60 with Machinist. Um, and I played a game, and it's just it's just a small game, but it's called Super Liminal. Um, it's all about perspectives. Um, and so it was actually a really interesting playthrough. Um, because it's all about like literally it, it's like a puzzle game but it's all about perspectives in the room and you can change the size of objects based on perspective and sometimes you have to create an object based on perspective and it was actually really interesting and there's different levels to it so as you go through there's a story to what's happening to you and um I had a few good laughs at the storyline because it was like what the but it was quite fun. So, yeah, that's been my two weeks. All right. Cool. Uh, so ghost guest number one and ghost guest number two, what have you been up to for the last two weeks? <laughs> um, oh, interesting. Hey, so you're playing that. <laughs> you're funny. Nice. Um, oh, 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 I don't think you can say that on Twitch. Why we can have nice things? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so feedback. Go ahead. Uh, start going down the list, y'all. Uh, nothing. Go on. Nothing for nothing Gmail. For Gmail. Yep. 
Um, Lots of spam uh, in the old account, nothing in the new one. Uh, so we got uh, so a tweet from... Uh, <gasps> we got a tweet? What? Yes, at Uncle Mav, uh, my friend Jen. They are awesome. I love them. Uh, they said, happy International Podcast Day to my fellow podcasters. Here's a few recommendations. They list through quite a few podcasts from music podcasts to Diablo podcasts, us as a general gaming and nerddom podcast, yeah, D&D podcasts. They are awesome. Aww, we love them. that's sweet. Thank but, you. you know, appreciate that. I just realized that our Twitter, um, our, uh, our Twitter name looks like the EU branch of a multinational corporation. <laughs> Most of our things looks like EU branches of multinational uh, corporations because it's coast to coast EU. So yeah. yeah. What are the coasts in the EU, Chris? Atlantic. Know. Wow. Atlantic, Northern Sea, Mediterranean. I failed geography miserably, okay? You call Americans dumb. I mean, no, I'm I don't call, your question. I don't call Americans dumb. What I do is I, I, I say Americans are stupid, but they don't admit they're stupid. So, Kevin, Neth, how do you feel about him calling Americans stupid? As fellow, Americans, I, as fellow can, Americans, how do you I feel about that? I concur with him because as a Canadian, I think y'all are fucking idiots. <laughs> You're also Kevin, a North you, American. Yeah, you are. You are American, technically. Oh, whatever. <laughs> On the most tangential of subtle connections, you are. There are some countries that listen to us. Oh. oh, oh. Would you what? like to know who? There are people, countries that listen, listen to us? I am people so sorry for your listening. Listen to us. My condolences country. for putting How up the fuck with us. does a whole country listen to us? This is just like a really big pair of AirPods. I mean, let's face it: the the majority of people are listening from the United States of America, but there are some listening from Russia, Canada, Germany, and Ireland. Now, now let's 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 be clear. Let's clarify that Russia one. That's the yeah, Russian, Russian Federation. Federation. There we go. The Russian, technically, the Russian Federation. <laughs> Technically, the Russian Federation. Oh, Can we get uh, the Russian national anthem playing, please? Oh, Canada. Something German. Something German, German. Move on before we get takedown noticed or whatever. <laughs> for so. national anthems? Takedown yeah. notice for national anthems? That's not how I that mean, works, Kevin. Those are public National anthems are public free license. We're going to get cancelled, okay? We're going to get cancelled for singing. Yeah. <laughs> for, for badly singing? There's, there's cancer, there's play, cancer right, and cancel go. culture out there. They're going to get us. Fair right. play, right crack, y'all. Let's go. Oh my god. He's gone Australian. He's gone Irish again. Right. So, something Scottish, right. Chris. That is Scottish. That was you. Irish. That was Scottish you. as hell. No. no, no, this this is the running joke, Matthew. He thinks his Irish accent is a Scottish accent. That's the running joke. <laughs> it's the running then, joke. Come on. But then what the fuck not. does his Irish accent sound like? <laughs> Probably Scottish. <laughs> French. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, no. I... Um Neff. Kevin, yeah. you were going to say something? It sounded like you were going to yeah, say something. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the top story of the week, I think, was Twitch. Yeah, the biggest story of the week was the Twitch thing. Uh, so let's knock that out of the park real quick multiple, while we have the opportunity. Multiple things. Yeah. So let's just knock that out real quick. I know Neth's got a small library that she wanted to go through this week, which is all good. <laughs> Chris, didn't really, Chris didn't really have a whole lot to talk about, but I've got okay, one but or to two be things fair, to talk about. 
I didn't have anything to talk about last week. There's going to be weeks that we don't have anything that resonates with us. And this is his week. Last week, last time was my week. I had nothing. He wasn't, he wasn't making anything out of it. it was I, just I wasn't. Saying, I was just mentioning that it was going to be less. Like, no judgment. Had a little bit less to talk about this week. That's had a, a crap ton to talk about last week. Yeah. No um, judgment. I've got one big thing to talk about and then one really niche thing that no one else is going to care about. So, Okay. Go for it. Um, well, let's talk about the Twitch thing. That's like okay. the biggest fucking thing right now. So this, you know, the, it started off kind of like with just Twitch reports that it's going to have some new tools to help with security. We just figured out what they were today and used them. And we had the same experience that most other people had, which was, well, the reason why they're doing this is because there's been a surge of like hate raids on Twitch. People are raiding channels like just spewing a bunch of hatred and saying stupid stuff in chat. I noticed it in some of the streams I was watching. Did anyone else have any streamers they were watching have this happen no. to them? I don't watch um, a lot of streamers, so. Yeah, I only but, watch a couple of streamers in the so, Yeah, so what has done is they've had it. So if you want to talk in chat, you can set it up so that everybody can chat or they have to have a verified email address or they have to have a verified phone number or both. Um, and then there's also varying degrees of like, you can only chat if you've had an account for a week or a month, or if you've had a verified email address for a day or a month, a year or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe not a year, but at least a week and a month or whatever. So this has mostly pissed people off because people get into the chat room that they're used to like going to a channel and they can't talk. And then it's like, click it. Twitch doesn't make it clear that you have to validate. It just has this little, this little like message above your chat thing. And it says like, you have to validate your phone number or your email address or both. Um, if you've set up two factor authentication and if you've done everything previously, you still have to do it again for some reason. I don't understand why that's the case. Um, but yeah, so I mean, could they have rolled this out better guys or what, what do you, how did they fuck this up? Um, I think there should have been better communication about it. A hundred percent. Um, like, I let's be honest, nobody really likes Twitch. It's just the dominant platform. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it. That's 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 why you use Twitch. It's just the dominant platform. Um, yeah. But I think definitely communication was lacking significantly. And there, there's not going to go. There's not like good communication on the channel if they are using it or not. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I understand. Or just. Maybe when I logged in the first time, they just said, hey, make sure you verify your email and phone number because some channels may now require it, you know, or something so that like I just knock it out once and then I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think that's, that would have been the better option because I think that's what we found when we were trying to set it up is that people had to re-verify because... Though I have, uh, like, yeah, all of us were verified, but none of us could chat. Yeah, so we all had to re-verify. <laughs> <laughs> even in even in Streamlabs, I couldn't chat, and I'm running the stream right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow! All right, so that was story number one. Story number two was Twitch got a major hack. Um, they the people who hacked them created a torrent file of 125 gigabytes of data that they that they hacked, posted it to 4chan. None well, of which appears to be account based. Yeah. So the actual 
data that appears to be within this 125 gigabyte torrent that is floating around the Chan boards right now um, was posted to uh, to quote something from to quote the Business Insider article that Kevin's got linked here um, was to foster more disruption and competition in the online video streaming space because Twitch's community is a disgusting, toxic cesspool. <laughs> so included, obviously nobody with an agenda. Yeah. Uh, included within this uh, this this dump was the source code itself of Twitch going back years. Uh, an unannounced digital game storefront um, and years of financial records for Twitch streamers. In addition to software SDKs, software development kits uh, for various Twitch apps and adjacent software. So but one of the things that everybody is noticing on this, the big one that a lot of people are focusing down um, <coughs> with this is the financial reports for streamers, because this is the past two years roughly worth of income, monthly income data for like the top 10,000 streamers or something like that. Well, mm -hmm. it's always... like it's like the top zero one percent of everyone that streams on the platform. It's like it's like the top I mean, 10,000, I think, or something like that. It's whatever. Based on their statement, it sounds like they're releasing this information because they want people to create rivals to Twitch or to create a new video streaming platform. I mean, whoever created this, why didn't they just go create it themselves with the source code? I don't understand. Uh, because that's illegal as shit and they would have gotten sued to oblivion. Source by using code is proprietary. Code. Yep, it's proprietary information. So, um, this no, this is somebody that 100% has an agenda. Some, they are pissed off about how Twitch handles things and they've just decided to go nuclear on it. Yep. And they um. have released everything. So, a lot of people have been suggesting changing your passwords out of caution, which is totally reasonable. That's a good thing to do. Uh, you should change your passwords every so often. Use a nice, secure, strong password, like a like a password manager, like a LastPass or something like that, or generate a strong passphrase yourself that you're going to remember. Um, but you should change your password regularly. It shouldn't be something that you keep the same all the time and it should be different for everything you do right like i have a different pla i have a different pass set of passphrases for every single platform i use um and they don't stay the same for too too long um yeah uh but this is this is this is a lot of deep data this is like this is the the the, the platform that uh, the game d d distribution platform is potentially it's Amazon attempting to go toe to toe with Steam. Well, why aren't other streaming platforms used or better? Like I know Chris has started using YouTube. Momentum. Why don't we just all use YouTube? Momentum. It's a hundred percent momentum. Live streaming on YouTube is newish. It's a newish nope. thing comparatively. <clears throat> yeah, new compared. Yes, but it's and new, no. Yeah, new, new it's new compared. Well, it also, it's, it's, well, it it also doesn't have the feature set. True, very true, very true. Like, um, only partnered YouTubers can do can have clips on their channels. But that's can you create? That, well, Chris has vods right away. That's usually something. You yeah, have my to... vod, my vods go up straight away, and they go straight into the the uh, playlist that I've set yeah. them up for. But you, you, we couldn't even do that on Twitch until we hit a certain level, right? Mm, or I, getting 
pretty sure I had VODs like instantly when I started. So streaming. the th the thing with Twitch though is that the VODs aren't there permanently unless you set them up as a highlight. That's okay. the problem with Twitch, which is so why we're missing a lot of shows. In... Yes, which is our yeah. Uh, okay. So we've so the way it's set up on Twitch is that the VOD will be there for thirty days, and then unless you've set it up as a permanent highlight, the VOD disappears. Whereas YouTube, oh. it stays there permanently. Yeah, I mean, it, f for me, I've been using a Twitch a lot for just like music and stuff, listening to music, and there's features that I wish I had, like, just send me automatically into audio mode from a global setting instead of like, having to go in and like go to audio mode separately every time I load the stupid app, like, just do some things to make it easier. But um, I agree, it's, you know, people are only like, there's people that I know that were streaming to Facebook. And I was like, I can't believe that was working. But they've all pretty much moved to Twitch now, because that's where everyone's at. But um. It's got to be easy. There are still, you know? there are still yeah. relatively big streamers on Facebook. Yeah, really. There are still some wow. relatively larger yeah, ones. Disguised Toast is on Facebook. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it, it's ninety nine percent of it is the momentum thing. It's just because there are so many people, and it's got such a large platform that people find it difficult to get off of the platform. I mean, to me, it's been ease of use too in terms of how to stream and stuff like. We had, you know, people started with OBS, they went to Streamlabs, and then Twitch finally decided to create their own like creator app that like came out after there's already been two other solutions out there. I don't it's think like, any, I don't think how most people use. <laughs> I don't think right. most people use the Twitch one. Yeah, because well, for because it it came out last, and if you're on Streamlabs, you're like, wow, this is pretty simple, so I'm just going to use this. But it's still like I don't understand all these stupid settings. Like I don't understand like even the stream now. I just leave it the way Chris set it up. I don't touch it because like, I don't know what the fuck all that shit does. You know, it's just hard. But is it easier to stream on YouTube? Maybe I should just do that. It's, it's the exact same. It's literally the exact same. Yeah. When it comes oh. to when it comes to actually the, the back end of the streaming, like my settings are set up the same as they were. I, I've got better Internet now, so I've, I've been able to up my bit rate and stuff like that. So I'm streaming at 1080p constantly now. But the actual back end of it is the exact same. There's mm -hmm. no difference between streaming on YouTube and streaming on Twitch or Mixer. You're or just using Streamlabs. It's just done through Streamlabs, yeah. Yeah, That's it's cool. it's your stream key. You just have to make sure that your stream key and the direction that the that the app is pointing yeah. is the correct direction. That's it. Which which for Streamlabs itself, you the big three run or if as long as you log in, it automatically picks up your stream key. So Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, it automatically picks up all that information if you just log in. Nice. So, but yeah, yeah. so it's it, a lot of it is just it's it's recognition because people just think, ah, oh, you're stream you're a streamer, you Twitch, you do Twitch, you're you're on Twitch. So it's just it's it's momentum. Like I said, it will take time to get out of it. This is gonna probably not damage Twitch as much as people think it is. Yeah, no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to damage Twitch at all, to be honest. The twenty-four hour news cycle has kind of made it so that we're incapable of being enraged about things for too long anymore. So, oh. all right. Well, that that was one of the biggest things that I saw. I'll come back yeah, to another one later. No. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So, Neth, I know you've got uh, a lot of stuff that you're really interested in. So, if you wanted to start going through some of that, see if we can generate some conversations here. 
Uh, absolutely. I have to ask a question before we do that, though, because I'm thoroughly distracted. Kevin, what, what the fuck is that thing behind you? Which one? She's talking about the new painting me. on your wall. No, no, not the painting. It's like draped over something. Oh. It's like yellow oh, it's, to um, red. Board. No, it's it's it is a desk mat of a 808 drum machine. Hmm. Okay. I just I noticed it and now I can't stop noticing it and I had to ask because it's mm-hmm. thoroughly distracting me. Sure. <laughs> Yay, ADHD. <laughs> okay. Um season six just dropped for Call of Duty, Warzone. Is that gonna um, be the last season? Uh for Van- this before Vanguard. For before Vanguard, yeah. Vanguard drops in November, so this will be the last one. Um so they've changed the map slightly again. Um, there's been a series of explosions that broke up downtown. Um, there's new World War II era bunkers, hint, hint, vanguards coming, um, that have been exposed due to the explosions. So um, it's actually kind of neat in the downtown area in that there's like your ground level. There's the buildings that are still standing, but now there's also crevices that you can go down and go through that. So you you, you almost have like a three level area um, around the stadium and that that part of downtown. It's actually kind of fun. Um, and there's nooks and crannies all over the place with new guns and stuff like that down there. Um, so that's been pretty fun so far. Um, I've only played a little bit. Um, have there they adjusted is. gun drops? Because I feel like the guns that have been naturally spawning were horrible. Uh, the guns that I've been encountering, and keep in mind, it's only dropped two days ago, so this could get adjusted. But the guns that I'm seeing are all pretty friggin' decent. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I've never been one for paying. I, I don't pay attention to what the meta is. I find what's comfortable for me. I don't care what mm. the meta is. Um, so I'm not really the best person to ask that question because I don't give a shit about the meta. Um, I, as long as I'm having fun and I enjoy the weapon I'm using, I'm good. Um, but there's new, like there's new base weapons, there's new blueprints, there's um, new operator skins, all all that normal stuff. Um, then the other piece of Call of Duty news that came out is Call of Duty for 2022 has con- been confirmed as being Modern Warfare 2. So the question is, are they going to do a reboot of Modern Warfare 2, the old Modern Warfare 2, or is this a reboot continuation of the reboot from 2019? Well, I was going to say, it wasn't... Hasn't there already been a Modern Warfare 2? There's been a Modern Warfare 1, okay. 2, 3. Okay, so there's been a Modern Warfare 2. There's now a Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Why don't they just start calling it by a year? Modern Warfare 2021. That's how, that's how the community refers to it, Ev. That's, yeah. how the, that's how the community refers to things. Is, yeah, uh, it's Call Modern of Duty 2022. 2022. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. It's Call of Duty 2020, 2020, 2019, 2022, 2020. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So no one actually, no one in the gaming community actually uses the actual names. They just use the year it was released. Yes. Well, no, they still use the names, but most people go, if they're talking about one of the ones that has a duplicate name, like Modern Warfare, sometimes they'll refer to the first Modern Warfare as... Uh, Call of Duty 4 oh. because that's actually what it is it's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was what the first game was which was like 20, 2009 2010 whatever it was um, or earlier than that kind of only knows 
2007. Thank you. 2007-2008. So yeah. it's kind of like if there's a movie that comes out with the same name, it's like, oh, do you Spider-Man. mean this version? Spider-Man. Yeah. There's like four Spider-Man ones at this point. Three. It's three. Mm-hmm. No. Th- three. Yeah. <laughs> We're not counting the Indian Spider-Man. Toby. Hollywood Spider-Man movie. Toby. Oh, and, Tom and, and that one. Oh, because I was like, and the one in the middle that I can't, I can't remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Ugh. Toby was Toby had the it was the first, and then the amazing yeah. was Andrew. And then Sam Raimi had the original run. Then you yep. had the two movies, the two movie short trilogy with Andrew Garfield, and then you have uh, Tom mm-hmm. Holland. MCU Tom. Currently. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Sorry um, to derail. No, 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 no. That's no, it's fine. It's a fair question. No, it's a fair question. Really fair question. Yeah. Like naming conventions are very stupid in games yeah. and media period. And realistically, like we don't have a lot of news about it yet. Just that it's been confirmed that that's going to be the title. Like, well, it's not being confirmed, but it's, it's been the, the leaked. Yeah. Um. The other thing that came out. Um. So I get emails from Rockstar. Uh. So I got an email about the same time it dropped on Twitter that they have officially confirmed the Grand Theft Auto trilogy 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 <laughs> fuck I couldn't say that um, <laughs> the definitive edition is what it's being called um, so it's basically Grand Theft Auto 3 Vice City and San Andreas are getting a remaster and being released together and the Twitter community basically went, who the fuck cares? Where's Grand Theft Auto 6? Which is fair, because Grand Theft Auto 5 is going to probably 100% is fair. So the only question I have is, the only, the only way I would give two shits about Vice City 3 and San Andreas being remastered is if they're remastered in the 5 engine. Yeah, that's but what I was going to say. Be, but those, that would be a remake. This is just a remaster, so it's just gonna be HD graphics pack over things. Yeah, it's gonna That's be all. like the, it, the there's it's, it's like the difference between the Final Fantasy Seven remaster and the Final Fan sorry it's remake and the Final Fantasy Eight remaster. Mm-hmm. Can, can I just say the one thing that came out of the announcement though that really depressed me is that it's been twenty years since Grand Theft Auto Three came out. Oh, I saw. Well, I, I I I was like, the, what I the fuck. The, I watched a TikTok like an hour before we started recording. The 13-year-old girl from uh, 13 going on 30 is is 30 next year. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck. But yeah, I was like, I I was like, Grand Theft Auto 3? No, it's not 20 years old. I literally had to go and look it up. I remember playing that in high school. I remember playing that in high school. It's fine. I can make all of you feel old. I was born in 1990. I know. I was born in 80. Well, I was born in 85. My wife was born in 89. I graduated high school when you were two. Yeah. <laughs> My DM and chat crashed the DM. When he first met me, he had clothes older than me. <laughs> I mean, I probably still have clothes older than him. <laughs> I have a shirt that might be half your age, Chris. Or more. Actually, no, it's older than that. It's almost I mean, 20 I, years I, old. You were I, in elementary school when I had when I bought this shirt. Tech, 
technically speaking, I have a piece of clothing that's older than all y'all because I have my christening gown in a box somewhere. So I started playing World of Warcraft when I was 14. Oh, look at how you've wasted your life. I started playing World of Warcraft was yeah. when Spawn was two, and he's in his second year of university. Fuck. <laughs> yep. What are um, we measuring yeah. our dicks on right now? I have lost the plot. Nope, there is no plot. There's no... you know this? Um, um, okay. yes, no, the only way I'd give a shit about Grand Theft Auto Trilogy is if there was actually a remake yeah. and a better engine, yeah. but it won't be. So. No. It's um, the same I... engine as Modern Warfare. I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just I was I was like, oh, cool, kind of ish. But I mean, like, I still have all three of the original games. I'll just play them on my PlayStation 2. I'm good. Um, so the other one that I kind of got excited about because I'm looking forward to seeing some more about the game is the Guardians of the Galaxy game that's coming out. The oh, yeah. official licensed soundtrack um, has been released for what's going to be in the game. And I I don't think there's a song on it that I wouldn't be able to sing 100% along to. <laughs> like, it's a good song list. Um, there's Blondie, there's Blue Oyster Cult, um, Wang Chung, Cheers for Fears, Europe, um, Amusingly, New oh Kids God, on the Block, um, Pat Benatar, Kiss, Pat Benatar. Flock of Souls, uh, Culture oh, Club, oh, Molly oh. Crew. Um, now, Carrie, I now Carrie's asking, saying in chat, uh, you're not going to be streaming this game. Now, if I remember correctly, they mentioned very specifically when this game was announced that there was going to be a streamer friendly mode where you could toggle off all of yeah. the licensed music while playing the game. Yeah, they did. They, really they, good. they actually made that a part of the thing was because music is so integral to the thing. They're making it so that there is a streamer mode that you still hear the music, but it doesn't stream the music. Um, Neth, the funny thing is about um, Guardians of the Galaxy at Disney, they have a bunch of 80s stuff that they sell merch-wise. They, they were selling Simon, like the original Simon, and they had uh, a Rubik's Cube, too, that was like Disney-themed. Wow. Rubik's well, Cubes yeah. and Simon. It's not like I can walk into a Walmart or a Target and buy that off the shelf right now. Well, okay, cool. not the vintage Simon. The vintage Simon yeah. is hard to find. So I will say I'm really glad about that stream mode, Doneth, because I do. I, 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 my plan is to get this and stream it So because yeah. I'm very excited for mm -hmm. it. Yeah, so the, they had talked about the stream mode when they first announced the game. It'll be interesting to see how well it works, but... Um, yeah, like I, I was looking through the the playlist and was like, oh my god, I have to talk about this because like every song on this, I'm I'm like, yep, like that song, yep, the, like that song, yep, like that song. <laughs> the other interesting thing is, is that that kind of dovetails into something we did neglect to mention, though. Uh, I, the new Twitch partnerships. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. We forgot to mention that. So Twitch, I, uh, who is it? The MPAA, Chris. I can't remember who it is. I. I I'm got checking. the email last week. I'd have to double check about it. Warner Brothers Studios. Uh, I Warner think it's Music, Warner Brother, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But that, the, so that's not really actually a partnership. They're not going to be. They're not going to let you stream their music. They're building a artist platform within Twitch for Warner Music artists to mm -hmm. engage with their communities. You can't stream our music. We can. We can though. Yeah, I read that 
like through and I was like, I don't what is this saying? I'm like, this is basically just like some of our artists are gonna stream shit. Yeah, like that's basically what it is. That's mm-hmm. that's essentially what it is. And they're gonna have a a community built around these musicians. And I'm just like, okay, so this is just more fucking self-aggrandizing bullshit. Wonderful. Yeah. Delightful. Uh, All right. Um, so what else was I? Oh, um, so trailer dropped for the movie that's coming out. Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. I actually think I want to see this one. It looks like it's going to follow the actual fucking storyline from the first game. The first Wait, game so- story was dumb and disconnected, though. Whatever. As, as okay. long as I mean, yeah, I got- liked. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. I was gonna say the, the but my biggest failing, my biggest hate for the for the Resident Evil movies though is that it. It's supposed to be a movie based on Re- the Resident Evil games, yet it was so far from the games that it, yeah. I didn't enjoy it. The ones I, with the ones with Mila, whatever her name was. No, she liked, was amazing. Don't get me wrong. She was Mila fucking Jones. amazing. No, I like those Resident Evil movies. I like them. But they're not they're not Resident Evil based anything on the games, other than the fact that it mentions Umbrella. <laughs> like, That's the it's, only it's connection. A Umbrella loose connection. Yeah. It's a loose connection. But I liked that. I don't want a movie that's going to sit here and retell me a fucking video game that I've already played a dozen times. I would love something else within the universe. No, I think, I think it looks interesting. I, you, okay. Here's the, I, 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 I think, I think Gav makes a good point. I think no, it, 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 I agree. It, is, it is fair for you wanting a separate story within the universe, but at the same time, these, these movies were so far disconnected from the original oh, yeah. source material. That yeah, it was... they, they were like universe adjacent. <laughs> they were schlock B movies, and I'm fine with that because I like schlocky B movies. So do I. So do I. Like so, they're they're fun and also, enjoyable sometimes. Like, also, I absolutely adore Mila Jojovich, so I, oh, I was just like, all right, she, this is okay. I'm all right she, with this. She was she was one of honestly, I, for as much as I don't like those movies, she uh, played them played the part fantastically, and I will not say that. I will not say anything bad about her. About literally, it. because her husband wanted to put her in movies. <laughs> her husband literally wanted to put her in the movie, and that's why she's in the movie because she's married to the director. <laughs> Okay, and Crash has a very good point. Resident Evil 1 came out in 1996. A significant part of the game fan base has likely not played the original Um, game. Fortunately, Crash, they just released a remaster for this a couple of years ago. Oh, they did, didn't they? They Resident Evil 1, 2, and I think uh, 3 now. Yeah, so it's, it's, (laughs) it's still pretty likely that people have played through the game at this point. Which, by the way, the remasters are really fucking good. (laughs) Yeah, the remasters are great, yes. Uh, it reminds me, I still gotta finish going through seven. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Anyways. Yes, I believe that is actually the case, uh, Crash. I Anyways, I'm just case. bringing it up because I watched the trailer and was like, oh shit, this actually. I make a point like, that. You know, a lot of movies that are based off of video games are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hey, the Super Mario Brothers movie is an underrated oh classic. Oh my god! It's an underrated classic. Oh my god! I will fight each of you IRL, and guess what? I got a lot more wingspan, and I fight dirty. All right. I I mm, no no I hate you so very much. No, the Warcraft movie was okay. 
I like the Warcraft yes. movie. I will, I, I will I enjoyed take, it. I, I enjoyed will take it. you into the streets of Glasgow and fucking glass you, Chris. For liking the Warcraft movie? No, for hating the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yeah, Super Mario Bros. was fucking garbage. Um, I, will, I like, I I like the Warcraft movie. I will take you into the streets, um, and I will break a bottle over your head. Did we, did we talk about who the new voice is? Oh, can we not? No, that's no. not in there at all. <laughs> can we not? We'll, we'll talk the about that in a second, because I just, yeah. just want to very quickly... Um, I'm, I'm watching the Dragon City trailer at the moment. I didn't know Robbie ML was in this. Sorry, you're watching which? The the Rackins, the the Rackins, so you're the watching the trailer, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know Robbie ML was in this. Who's Robbie ML? <sighs> Never mind. Never mind, Kevin. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'll take your word for it. Um, but it looks good. Like it does. It's, right? It, it's much more true to the original story. Like. Um. Okay. So the only other thing I had was something just because I I. I found it mostly I found it fucking amusing because, you know, like Sony is so like, no, no crossplay. All the all the titles are ours and ours alone. And then the head of Sony Interactive comes out and says that he's frustrated at how their first party games are gated to their current console model and they're not reaching as many people as they hope they would. Well, stop fucking hoarding them for your own console and share. Like he's saying, he's saying he he want like he's aspires to reach hundreds of millions of players, to and rival the reach of movies and music. Um, he hopes that PlayStation Five, and he believes the PlayStation Five will be the biggest and best, most loved PlayStation yet, and he hopes that that will happen. He'd also like to see a world where the games we make at PlayStation can be enjoyed by many tens of millions of people, perhaps hundreds of millions of people. Right now, success with the current console model is really a really great PlayStation hit. You're only talking 10 to 20, 10 to 20 million people being able to play that game. Um, well, the only way you're going to get above and beyond that level of people is if you share it with PC gamers and you share it with the other consoles. And mm-hmm. because otherwise, not everybody's in a position to buy more than one console just to get exclusives. Not everyone wants to have a PlayStation. Some people are tied to their Xbox. Some people are tied to no consoles at all and only want to play on PC. So if you want to be able to have a larger audience for your exclusive stuff, you need to start cross-platform. Cross yeah. Yeah. And, you know, how many people have a PlayStation? How many people have purchased a PlayStation and it's sitting in a warehouse ready to be resold at a higher price? Like active current users versus how many were sold are two entirely different numbers for PlayStation now. I'm so happy I got mine. Yeah, I'm jealous. So lucky. Like next next time I get a console, it's going to be a PlayStation probably. But strictly and only because... There are games that are exclusives that I want to play. I want to play the new Ratchet and Clank. I want to play the new God of War. Oh, both of which I can play. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it. This I used it, to like you. you this brings up a very. <laughs> this brings up a very conversation we've had a thousand times about gating 
the console wars and gating content behind things. I mean, he brings up a very good point during this this speech he was giving at this game industry, this games industry uh, panel in London. Um, was that, you know, fine art, like music and TV and film can be considered fine art in some cases. <laughs> I was going to say some in, cases. Some cases, but it's art nonetheless. And guess what? You are not, in the case of music at the very least, you're not locked behind a platform that you can listen to your music on generally. So you can listen mm -hmm. to the music on the radio. You can listen to it on your CD player. You can go get a cassette version. You can get a vinyl. You can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you want to listen to something. Um... Aaron in chat is like they they are they are art yes Aaron, it is art the, it human, is, the art. human the human centipede three was art yes it is it was like no, it was I, not. you you can't you cannot put so this is this is the whole point of modern art and things that you cannot oh put a gosh. limit you cannot put a limit or a artificial subjective measurement on or object objective measurement on what constitutes art. Art they sold a hundred people's is. mouths to a hundred people's buttholes. Art is art. Maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a uh, a direct comparison to how trickle down economics really just screws the person in the end. No, the the the, the sewing of the mouth to the buttholes what screwed most of those people. Yeah, it's still creative expression, exactly. Okay, and moving on <laughs> from... It's still, cre it's still creative moving expression. Moving on. It's still creative expression. <laughs> so I you were making a point saying that... Yes. The usually you could it doesn't matter like what medium it is like there's multiple yeah. mediums that you could do the thing but like yeah. his stuff can only be played on one console that are mostly something that you can't even buy yet you know so and in, that's, in, in, yeah this is the same thing that Microsoft is doing right now where they're sim simultaneously releasing PC and Xbox so you're covering a much wider spread of people. Like, it would be wonderful if Microsoft was also going, you know what? We're also going to release all of our first party titles on the fucking PlayStation. Also, we're going to release it on Sony consoles because we fucking respect our people and we think our software stands up to the test of this. And the fact that we're going to sell even more software on multiple platforms means that we're going to make more money in the end, because from a financial standpoint, it makes it makes more sense to spread it around as much as possible and to get it into as many hands as possible. Now, I mean, there are technical limitations. Chris, you're muted. Uh, there are technical limitations about, like, say, you can't port a brand new Xbox Series X game onto a Switch and expect it to, to run just as well. Out of, but, just very quickly, out of context, you're getting it in as many hands as possible in the current time. That is bad. <laughs> Insane. I'm done with your shit right now. Um, <laughs> but I think that I think that from a financial standpoint, getting it into as many platforms as they possibly can is the smartest thing they could do from a fine from a strictly financial standpoint. Of course, it doesn't really matter because these fucking companies print goddamn money. Regardless, they print fucking money, even if they lose on every sale of an Xbox or a PS5 they're still printing money with the console exclusives, so they don't really care. At least that's, I'm, at least they're guessing, especially because Sony 
being a core Japanese company has a very Japanese way of viewing the market and viewing financial standpoint, things like that. Yeah. Okay. So Chris, you have a play, you have the PlayStation. I have a PS5. Yes. Okay. So does PlayStation have like a games pass thing like Xbox does? Yes. Uh, PlayStation network. Uh, okay. PSN. So PlayStation can Plus. you install any of those games on your PC or is it strictly onto your console? Xbox it's strictly console that's a okay. microsoft one. see now if they did something like xbox did where you have the option of paying for the higher tier and you can install some of those games on your on your pc i would drop money on that subscription because for me if it gave me access to the games that i want to play even though i'm now playing them on uh, the, the thing is it's easier for microsoft to do that though because windows is microsoft yeah. and xbox mm-hmm. is microsoft yeah I, and I get well, that. That's, that's first party. That's the first party problem. That's first party stuff. Yeah, that's that's yeah, not third party is a completely different situation. Because remember, most of these, mm. most of the consoles these days are they're basically just PCs. Now, as a point, PlayStation does have an option that allows you to play on a PC, but you run it through your PlayStation, it goes to your PC, and you can play it with your controller. It's streaming to the PC. It's streaming to the PC. Yeah. So it's not a. So all it is is just a. Wait, you know how like that the, I, do that again. I can I run a game on my PlayStation, I press a button and it streams to my PC once I boot up the program on the PC. Is that but is that so that you can then stream it? No, because uh I use direct input for the stream stuff because there's no la- there's no latency. But there's a stream option so you can play it on the PC without any additional uh third party uh, Say, so hardware. I think that. that's more of like a oh hey. The TV is really loud and I don't have headphones, but guess what has headphones and you know, is in my room, yes, exactly. is in my exactly. PC in my room. Yeah. That's kind of like a, a, a privacy okay. slash being polite to your housemates kind of thing. Okay. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, I don't see the point of that, but okay, that's, val- that's valid. All right. Uh, Harry yeah. says also to your phone. Also to yeah, your phone, yes, you can go to your phone too. So how are those five minute load times there for your phone? Harry. it's again it's purely for streaming it streams it to your phone that's all it does no, it's just, it's just your, another... strive, strive has some bad load times sometimes on initial boot up sometimes what i've heard is that it has bad load uh, bad load up initial load up times and fairness no. i haven't actually tried it with the ps5 I've, i haven't tried the stream to the stream to the pc with the ps5 it might be smoother than it was on the ps4 I'll need to give that a go. Um, but yeah, so long story short, uh, TLDR on this is console exclusivity bad. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fairness, one, one, of the, one of the main reasons that, I, that I'm PlayStation rather than Xbox, uh, PlayStation, I haven't had an Xbox since the original Xbox is because most of the exclusives on PlayStation are games I'm interested in. Most of the exclusives yeah. on Xbox, Let me... I don't really care about. Let me just say how pissed off I am, by the way, that Sony officially bought Bluepoint. Just, I just don't know what you're talking that. about. Bluepoint is a remaster studio. They most recently, the big one they did was Demon Souls for the PS5. Mm-hmm. A PS4, PS5. But you're, you're bringing this up because this was also news this week? Yeah, this was this. They officially announced that they purchased them. Okay. That they uh, that they bought the studio. They officially announced that the studio has been bought and is now a wholly owned subsidiary subsidiary of Sony Entertainment or Sony Interactive. Okay. Um, um, 
and we were talking about Sony and console exclusivity, and this is another thing that Sony is locking down console exclusivity for. So, sorry. It's all good. Gav, it's your turn. I'm still oh, excited um, to play the new Spider-Man game when it comes out. I know you are. Um, so I only had two things I wanted to talk about this week. One was so niche that nobody's going to give a fuck about it, but I care about it. Um, just wanted to say that as of yesterday, uh, as of yesterday, uh, Friday, the 8th of October, uh, the Astros are now 2-0 in the ALDS American League Division Series. Uh, so they're going to Chicago for Game 3, and uh, we're hoping to sweep the, uh, sweep the White Sox and go into the American League Championship Series. And beat the shit out of the race. I hey, I like baseball. Baseball is the only oh, sport. Oh, baseball. I, okay. Yeah, baseball is the only sport I give two fucks about, and I'm still a casual fan. But I'm happy because I mean I've got the Astros World Series stuff back here. When I was younger, I used to watch baseball because it was always air on Sky Sports after uh, Monday Night Raw. So I would always just sit there and watch baseball. So I've watched many baseball games and I've enjoyed them. Hmm. So I will say I like baseball, just not enough to know what the hell's going on. Not enough to know what the hell's going on. Yes. Do they air the like the championship over there, like the World Series? Oh, I have no fucking clue. Like probably, I said, it was probably on one of the cable channels. I mean, it was on, it's a pretty it, big deal. It was on Sky Sports after Monday Night Raw at like three in the morning. So that's the best I can give you. <laughs> See, the best the best games to watch if you like baseball but don't really give two shits about it is watch the international games, watch like the MLB versus the Korean baseball, the South Korean baseball league, or watch the MLB versus the Japanese baseball league. It's fantastic. It's funny as shit because Asian baseball is a completely fucking different game. It's game, but Asian baseball players are so expressive compared to American baseball. Uh, and no, no, off- no offense, Gav, but I have to root against Houston. Wow, fuck you. Why? Red Sox are still in. The Sox aren't going to fucking get shit, and you know that. The Sox aren't going to fucking go anywhere. The Sox are not going to get out of the fucking, uh, out of the National League. They've got the Giants to contend with still. The Giants are the winningest team in the fucking, in the goddamn league right now. They're not going to beat the Giants. Okay. Gav, is, is your other article something about the new Destiny expansion coming out? Yeah, this is where Gav gets to just vent for the next half an hour. Fuck you all about Wait. baseball. Fuck all y'all. Um, I'm trying to engage. I know you did. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I engaged. I engaged. Fuck those two. You engaged. Fuck, fuck those two. Fuck those two. I think I that's Chris. No, Chris tried Checks to in the too. Mail. Chris tried and failed. Chris engaged. Ke- Kevin's the one that was off. <laughs> Shut this shit down. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, we, we, I don't need to talk about baseball that long. It's fine. I appreciate you getting me off that because I could have talked about baseball for another hour, Kevin. God. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so. Content vaulting in Destiny. Fucking damn it. God fucking damn it. God fucking damn it. But before you get angry. all angry, I have a question for you. If they if they do get in, are you going to update your picture behind you, or is it just going to be a new I'll version get, of no, it? I'll get I'll get I'll get I'll get another one and put it side by side. Okay, I'm just if curious. Make, if, we make it through, if we make it through uh, through the end of it, um, if we make it through the series and we win another series, yeah, there's going to be another set of posters. There's going to be another set of newspapers on the wall because um, that's the Houston Chronicle. That's 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 my local newspaper right there. That's the front page for them. Um, 
So uh, those of you all who have listened to the show before, and most of you all have because you are our friends and family, um, I like Destiny 2. I love Destiny 2 as a game. It's a fantastic game. It really it does. Had, I do. It had a rough start, um, yeah. and it's had some peaks and valleys, but overall, I've been very happy with the game. I have been happy to spend my money to support Bungie. I, I wanted Bungie to like it. And that's fine. You got motion sick. I, yeah. I would say your your Destiny Two journey has been a fucking roller coaster. It has been. It's been up. And oh down my and god! Up and down. No lie. I love them. Off, fuck them. I love them. Fuck them. Destiny for you started off as your biggest regret. The biggest regret. Purchased. Biggest purchase regret of like 2018, 2019. 2018, like 2019 that. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like biggest. Yeah, and I <laughs> I, I specifically said, yes, I own Destiny Two and Destiny Two accessories. Um, but um, I own merch. Oh, I bought merch me. from them. I bought merch from them. I like the game. I love the franchise. I like what they're doing. 2017. Thank you, LB. Uh, it was my biggest regret purchase of that year was Destiny 2 because the game launched in a terrible state and they had to slowly claw their way back. And they did. And I and myself and a lot of other people in the, the Destiny community that are around nowadays it's like yeah no the game was shit when it launched but they worked really hard and they've polished it into a much better game the problem there in lies is what they call the dcv the destiny content vault so when shadow keep came out the game was topping out at almost 200 gigs it was 170 gigs 165 gigs something like that and they were constantly getting game-breaking bugs with newer weapons and newer abilities. So what they chose to do was weave it into the narrative that the darkness has returned with Beyond Light, and that suddenly all of the suddenly half the planets in the solar system are gone. All of the original DLC content, so Warmind was gone basically because Mars was Mars got sunset. Um, Trials of Osiris, uh, the original Osiris uh, uh, DLC got sunset, which was Mercury. That got sunset. Um, just a large swath of the game was sunset and removed a lot of content from the game. Um, in fact, when Beyond Light came out, they sunset the original campaign of the game. Uh, you can no longer play the original Destiny 2 campaign that launched with Destiny 2. Yeah, which I'm actually wow. sad about because I really fucking liked that launch campaign. It was really good. I, I didn't hate it. I liked it. It was good. Uh, but it was Sunset, and it is no longer playable. So I cannot even go back and replay the Red War. Which is like, I mean, that the, was what started the, the game. The cool thing is, is that some of these things, like the Forsaken campaign, is going to be freed up for all players before it reaches the vault. So... They're making some concessions, it seems. Um, well, I haven't even mentioned that yet, Kevin. So what they're getting ready to vault into the Destiny content vault when Witch Queen comes out in February, February. of next year, 2.22, I believe, 22, 2.22, yeah, uh -huh. um, is they will be vaulting the entirety of the Forsaken campaign and almost all of the content that launched with Forsaken. So we will be losing the Tangled Shore. Dreaming City is going to remain, but the Tangled Shore is being vaulted. So all of the all of the first expansion, the first Destiny 2 expansion, the storyline is being vaulted completely, and it will no longer be 
available for playing. You will not be able to play it. The exotics that are available within that, the exotic quest lines, uh, which is Dark Horse, and I can't remember what the other one is, will no longer be available. Hawkmoon, I think it's Hawkmoon. Hawkmoon and I think Dark Horse, I think, uh, will no longer be available for doing the quests. So those exotics will cease to be uh, until they are added to the exotic kiosk at some point in the future. Um, so what's the thought process behind them doing that? A lot of it is, like I said earlier, it, the game, um, the game just gets too large and complex over time because you have to remember. So you have to remember Destiny 2 had a very tortured uh, development cycle. They scrapped the game. I believe it was twice and once was like eight months before the game launched. The last time was like eight months before the game launched. So they did a complete rebuild of it and basically hacked together a lot of spaghetti code from Destiny 1 and slapped it in and tried to make it work. So Destiny 2 is not an optimized game in the slightest. It has never been an optimized game, uh, which is oh, why two, ex- yeah, two expansions in, it was almost 200 gigs worth of game. Whereas, no. like, you, you look at, like, a game like 14, because we were looking at that earlier, 60 mm. gigs for... 60 gigs. Eight years of content. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there's a lot of problems, but they will be vaulting all of that content, and the problem is, is that they said that the content vault was going to be something that they used so that they could take some content out for the time for a little while and then bring it back at, the fu- at some point in the future. They haven't brought shit back. They've brought, yeah. I think it's one or two PvP maps, and that's about it. And I think one strike. And they remastered Vogue, which was Vault of Glass. So they brought back a couple of PvP maps, a strike, maybe, strike or two. And they've brought with it also uh, the Vogue raid, a uh, Cosmodrome, technically. So probably four strikes in total and the Cosmodrome area. But the Cosmodrome is a starting area. That's, that's reason, where you start new light. I, th- I think yeah. like they'll probably bring stuff back if they want to roll new content into that stuff. You know, like let's say they want to do something on Mars. Mars has been out of the picture, so we well, can Mars bring Mars back with new content. Maybe coming back in Witch Queen. Mars may, might be back in Witch Queen. We're not sure about that. They haven't released any actual information. But the problem is, is that I fucking paid for this. Yeah, I paid yeah. for these expansions and seasons and DLC. And yes, Moon's Haunted. Um, I paid for this stuff. I want to play the content I paid for. I understand live service model. I don't own shit. I'm leasing these the, these characters and this expansion shit from. Yeah, Bungie. but that's not what was sold to you when you bought it. Yeah. Right. Well, it doesn't matter because the, the, the language of the EULAs and the terms of use and the contracts that they've got in place with us, the player, means that they could take whatever the fuck they want away for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem mm-hmm. is, is that, yes, I paid for this. I paid for Warmind. I paid for the Osiris DLC. I paid for Forsaken. Like, I want to play the content I bought. If I want to, I should be able to go back and play one AU, which was one of the last missions of the destiny 2 launch campaign. 
but I can't. This is a because the content is gone. It's a situation though that it comes down to the fact that a, this is this is being done purely because of the consoles. I'm almost positive a lot of it comes down to the console problem. Yeah. Because the consoles don't have as big hard drives as a PC does. So, like, we, we're okay with a game that's, like, 200 gigabytes because we have terabyte-sized hard drives. We can deal with that. It's not a big deal. Consoles don't have that luxury. So to the fact that... This, this, this is the situation of what we were talking about earlier where cross-platform and everything not being exclusive is a good thing. Whereas in this situation, it's, it's kind of punishing to PC players. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like having an entire hard drive being devoted, basically, to Call of Duty. I mean, I still don't like that. Yeah, that's like, why I don't have it installed anymore. But you can but, do it. You have the capacity to do it. Right, right. But yeah, I agree. It's, it's probably because of the consoles, and it does suck because you don't have access to certain content. But, I mean, I like that they're kind of driving people to certain content as well, you know? Like, and yes, I get it. And, I, and when we talked about this the first time... I mentioned that um, I mentioned that, you know, it's good because sometimes it feels like there's too much to do in Destiny. Destiny definitely, like, going into Shadowkeep, it felt like there was too fucking much to do sometimes. Like, you'd log in and go like, okay, fuck, I gotta do 20 separate things to get powerful gear, and then I got 10 pinnacle things I gotta go to. God damn it. It's like, the chores felt like too much. But the problem is, is that they take away all the other stuff that I've paid for. So I can't access the thing that I paid them 20 bucks for XYZ expansions. I don't have access to that anymore. There, there's a fundamental issue with that. And that's unfortunately the kind of trade-offs you make with a live service game, which is what Destiny 2 has evolved into. It's a live service game nowadays. I agree. They just... They don't have the architecture to support it right now, you know, if they or it would be too big to consume on consoles. I mean, well, they could. I wonder if yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be getting rewards from those old versions based on how they switch rewards for it to make sense to even go back and do that stuff. No, that's the problem is that you still did. Like, I can go back right now. I can load Destiny 2 up right this moment. I can go back and do two or three seasons previous activities and still get relevant rewards at this point. Mm -hmm. Because that's the way it works, is that the content itself just scales to the current expansion's worth of stuff. So I could go back, so say if Menagerie was still in, Menagerie was one of the things that was sunset, I could go back and do Menagerie and get a Menagerie weapon that is a 1320 light level. So it wouldn't be a big deal, especially with how the infusion system works and the fact that they no longer sunset weapons and gear anymore. <clears throat> so they, they, they've, they've got a very good way of keeping the content evergreen. As Terry is mentioning that, you know, keeping content evergreen is not fun. It's not. But Destiny, Destiny, Bungie and Destiny 2 figured out a way to keep content evergreen. The problem is, is there was just too damn much content that people were getting lost in the weeds. They couldn't see the forest for the trees kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's just very frustrating because I would love to go back and do some of this old stuff. Everybody talks about Menagerie uh, as one of the best pieces of content that Destiny has ever had. 
I would love to go back and play more Menagerie. I played a bunch of Menagerie when it was at when it was relevant. But I'd love to go play more, but I can't because Menagerie no longer exists. I would love to go do some of the strikes that I can't do anymore. But I can't. I would love to go get my catalysts for Outbreak Perfected and Whisper of the Worm. But I can't because they don't exist anymore. Uh, it's, it's just very frustrating. No, I, don't I, don't think, I don't think any game out there manages to keep their content evergreen. They try, but I don't think anyone's ever successfully done it. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think Destiny has the best... They figured out the best bad way to keep the content evergreen. Yeah. But the problem is, is that it just gets too much. It, they, they, like, there's a joke in the Destiny 2 community that... Um, uh, somebody at Bungie sneezes and they disable Telesto for some problem. Telesto is a is a gun that causes so many issues that anytime they do anything to the game, there's a problem with the Telesto. Doesn't even matter if it's actually like they haven't done anything to the Telesto. They implement some new system, they put something new in, they do something different. Somehow the Telesto gets broken and does something like, oh, yeah, you fire a Telesto and then you blow up your Telesto shots with another weapon. And that just rains an infinite number of orbs of light down on you. Oh, thanks, Gav. I'm apparently now fighting the Telesto in my next D&D campaign. Yeah, have fun. It's T-E-L-E-S. <laughs> just 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 to keep it right there. It's a T-E-L-E-S-T-O. Um, but so, like I said, like Destiny 2 is spaghetti code. It is like the game, the core engine of the game was just slapped together kind of at the last minute to try to get something out the door. It showed 100% in the launch of the game. They've done a lot, but they still have a lot of legacy issues with older code and older code bases that I feel like that's, prob that's partially what they're trying to do is trying to call out old code base so that they have an easier time trying to manage the newer stuff they're introducing because they're introducing a lot of brand new stuff. Like they've, they've introduced a very, they've introduced a brand new, uh, brand new element to your elemental subclasses, your elemental classes. That's completely different than any other subclass setup has ever been. And they're getting ready to remaster and redo the void trees, the void element subclasses in that same stasis style. So it's it's not fun. But yeah, I, I can I could talk yeah. about this for another hour and a half, but TLDR a, a game. Yeah, yeah. TLDR. I'm not happy that I'm not going to have access to the things that I paid for. I understand on an intellectual level what they're doing, but it doesn't make it any better or easier for me or the rest of the community to deal with. That's and it. it's like a game that I don't even care to play anymore because it just gets way too grindy at the end and it's just run the same three activities over and over and over. And it's like, I'd rather yeah. have them work on fixing that problem and if this helps them to get to the point where they can do that, then that would be awesome. Anywho. Yeah. Um, I had one more story, but we can skip it. It's just about games coming out. I think oh, dude, what I would like to no, do I'm is like, the story. dude, if you're interested um, in it, I wouldn't mind okay. talking about it. I mean, the, the holidays are coming up. There's a lot of new games coming out. 
what are people interested in buying for Christmas or would recommend, you know, for people to get for their kids for Christmas or do they care about getting in over the next few months? Uh, for me, I'm biggest, opening up the list that you have that you okay. that your article list. For me, too. the biggest one that's coming is actually coming out this month. It's the Guard, it's Guardians, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'm yeah. super excited for it. Um, it's it, and it's because it's gonna it, from what what I, from what I've seen, it's it's kind of described as kind of like a Mass Effect type of, type of thing, but Guardians of the Galaxy style. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite excited for it. Because thank good. you, LB, for getting me so into the Mass Effect type of games you're Chris, wonderful you're, you're, you're not excited about endwalker well endwalker's coming out in november <laughs> yeah it's next month that's like yeah. this like month goes it's unsaid. Mass, it's, this month it's guardians next month it's <laughs> endwalker <laughs> i really hope guardians doesn't suck that looks like a fun game i pray that it doesn't suck because it, it looks so good um i think this is going to be a real i think it has the potential to be Everything that the Guardian, the the first Guardians movie was just a just a smash hit. It has the potential, but if they they need to get it right, and then of course oh. Endwalker, which I will be streaming all of that. Um, Vanguard, not really interested in anything that's coming out this year, but um, Monster Hunter Rise is getting in its expansion January of next year, I think, and it's also coming to PC January of next year, I think. Um, and Elden Ring, I think, drops in January of next year. Yeah. So that's like that's that's within the next four months. That's stuff I'm excited about. Um, Carrie brings up Metroid Metroid Prime Dread or Metroid Dread or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to stick the games that are coming out by the end of this year so that we stick to things people can actually play. But I agree with both of you on those items. Um, Metroid this yesterday. It looks yep. like. Um, has anyone played mixed. that? Is anyone I've, gonna play that? I probably won't play it, but I've heard mixed I've gotten mixed reviews on it from what I've seen. Oh, Far Cry six. I might um, play that. that. That's just I, out, isn't it? Uh yeah, Kyo Chisco. Uh, um Poker. watch Skillup's review on it first before you decide to drop money on a game like I mean, I just heard bad things about it as well. Um, I'm quite excited. This one's coming out in January, but Pokemon Le- uh, Legends Arceus that looks really oh, fucking the one that's good. It's supposed yes. to be open world, but it isn't actually the open, open world. world. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It looks really good. I'm quite excited for it. Don't give me a shit. <laughs> Metroid Dread has a 94 percent on Open Critic right now, so okay. with an 88 percent top critic, so it uh. I mean, like, I like the idea of playing an old school Metroid game. I definitely will not buy this or play this, but I'm assuming that it looks good and it would be fun. I mean, um, Tetroid Effect, Tetroid, Tetris Effect Nected came out yesterday as well. I want to play that. That came out for Switch. Um, if anyone else has Tetris and wants to do online Tetris, let me know. That would be fun. I, I like Tetris. I, I love one Tetris. Is, one of wow. them's free on if you have a Nintendo subscription, so I'll take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, yeah, not a whole lot else that I'm super, super excited about. Um, I know we're getting Sinuous Saga Hellblade 2 sometime next year. Um, what's it called? I think it's Gloomhaven is going live this month. 
Yes, uh, it's still $24. It's actually on sale. Asmodee Digital is having a sale on yes. Steam right now. I just purchased um, it. So that and the one that Hot Dog and his people were playing, uh, Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings yeah. digital one is on sale yeah. as well. Pandemic and a bunch of other things. So uh, if you like tabletop games and you're listening to this when it releases, because it should come out this weekend, theoretically, um, Asmodee Digital is having a sale on Steam for some of their games. Yeah, me and three of the guys in the WoW group are going to be doing a Gloomhaven uh, campaign, so I'm excited for that. Okay. Um, okay. Anyone playing Forza Horizon 5 when it comes uh, out in November? Chances are Spawn will. It's like they're going to have some open world type stuff in Mexico, yeah. and it looks super fun. I like I I like those kind of games, but it's a it's a, it's graphics, a for me. The graphics in that trailer when they did the announcement were so fucking pretty. Yeah. Um. Some online stuff too. Yeah, Spawn will probably play it. It's a it's a maybe for me. It's yeah. it's 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 not high on my list, but it's a maybe. Chris, they announced the next of American Truck Simulator DLC. <laughs> um, I think we're still waiting for Texas. Do you have Canada? No, no. There's. I thought no. Texas came out a long time ago. No, it was announced a while ago. I just don't think it's came out yet. I'm double checking. I'm just opening up Steam. I want you to have a Canada one. <laughs> I mean, I have Euro Truck Simulator installed as well. Okay, so I'm actually, I'm have Canada. <laughs> so, Rise will be coming to PC early next year, and the DLC, the expansion Sunbreak or Sunbreak or whatever it is, is actually summer of next year, I think. Um, oh, I know we're a little late into the show, but can I do a little shout out for something that I only recently discovered that you guys will give no fucks, no fucking cares about, but I know Carrie will be really interested about it. Absolutely. Of course you can. Um, there was a, so I found on YouTube a uh, fan project uh, that's on, currently on its fourth episode. Um, again, you guys will give no fucks, but carry up here. Um, Power Rangers Unworthy. It's uh, done by Unworthy Productions, uh, and it's a really interesting story. It kind of mashes up um, all of the Lord Draken stuff and makes its own story from it. They're, the production values for the actual episodes are, the production costs for the episodes are real fucking high. So they've set up a Patreon, and I just want to link people to it just because it's really fucking good. Fourth episode. Looks like garbage fire. fire. <laughs> looks like a garbage fire to me. It's, if you hover over, it says hype fire. I know it says hype fire, but it looks like a garbage fire to me. <laughs> Fourth episode was fucking amazing. I loved it. It's fantastic. I, I I highly recommend anyone who likes Power Rangers at all. I highly recommend you give it a look. Um, uh, and we'll have a link to it in our show it section because it's awesome. Um, but yes, it's very, very good. Uh, it's the, the yes, uh, Carrie says they've tied in the Time Force mythology super well. Uh, Time Force is one of my favorite um, Power Ranger series. The fact that they've been able to tie that in so well is fantastic. So, highly recommend it. All right. Um, as the very last thing I wanted to mention, because I just remembered about this. <clears throat> so, um, by the way, just just a quick aside. Did you know that uh, Marvel's Avengers, the game, is now selling pay-to-win items? 
they're selling XP boosts and things in their store now. I'm shocked. This is my shock face. I know. I'm like, we said that that was coming when we when we discussed the oh, yeah. battle pass for every single individual fucking character. <laughs> Their reward tracks, yeah. But yeah, no, I just thought that was funny. I thought that was hilarious that they're now selling XP boosts and shit in their shop. So microtransactions. Um, does anybody else have anything else, anything they wanted to go over before we ended up the show? Uh, I'm confirming that Texas is still not live. Yeah, Texas is still not live. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, double checking. Yeah, no Texas. It's coming oh. though. To, it's, it's, at some point. At some point. All coming. right, folks. Anybody have any final thoughts? Neth, go. They need to have a Canada. Chris, go. Um, please support uh, Power Rangers Unworthy. It's absolutely fantastic, and they do really good work. Give me back my goddamn Red War. <laughs> Kevin? Nope. Nothing. All right. Well, folks, that is going to be our show for this week. To talk to us at any point during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat. That's with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. Neth is at Nethwitch. Send us emails to feedback at tctceu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live. Here on Twitch on Saturdays, we record and stream the show at twitch.tv slash ctceu. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at, or our Discord uh, at tctceu.com. Choose to review SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you put sound words into your brain holes. Um, say Content Vault, boys and girls. Content, content, content Vault, vault.